thrilled that you're watching today with Marilyn and Sarah. Oh my goodness, do you like good news? Everybody likes good news. I want to share a testimony with you. A friend of mine had a house that they were concerned about and, and trying to sell their house. And they were very concerned because they were on a very strict timeline and needed to have a, a really rapid turnaround. And so we prayed together, and my friend replied to me after kind of texted me a little bit later, within 48 hours of the house going up for sale, um, a, they absolutely had a closed contract and a deal secured with even more than the asking price. God answers prayer, right? So I encourage you, you might be watching today and saying, well, you know, I have needs in my life. And specifically, I was as I was praying, I felt like Holy Spirit wants to encourage you. Some of you have had a kid run away from home. And you're very concerned. And God wants to minister to you and say um, that God is the father uh, and returns what is lost. So God has answers for this prodigal situation. And be encouraged in your heart that God is bigger than any prodigal challenge. Hop on the phone. Get on the website. We love to pray for you. And mom, we have a special guest today who's really powerful. Well, I love it. It's breakthrough to your miracle. Because who out there doesn't need a miracle? You say, I do. But, you know, you need to get in the position to receive a miracle. And Jason Noble is our guest. And he tells you how. How do you get in a position to receive a miracle? And everybody needs this. So I just encourage you to watch today to be encouraged that God has a miracle with your name on it. So don't give up. <laughs> watch the program and receive. And I love the book. Breakthrough to Your Miracle. I went through it, underlined it. I thought, yes, 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 yes. And when you get the book and you watch the program, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to say, yes, yes, yes. We're so excited and we want you to come with us to Egypt in the fall. Oh my goodness, Egypt? What are you talking about? Well, we're going to see some amazing things. We're going to see the pyramids. We're going to see the Sphinx. We're going to go on a five-star Nile cruise. Are you kidding me? Who gets to do that? Oh, it could be you. You might get to do that with us. So I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We have information. We want to pray for you, and we want you to come with us. Plus, Mom, we get to minister. Oh, we do. And that's powerful in Egypt because we get to lay hands on the sick. We have real open doors. And we're going to have a ministry training school. And the more hands we have, the more miracles we can see. And I want you to be a part of it. So I want you to contact us today. You say, I don't have the money. I don't have the time. We're going to put you on a list where we pray. Because you have a rich heavenly father. And he can make a way for you to go. And God needs you in Egypt. I believe in miracles. And I think you do too, or you wouldn't be watching this program. I think also, always we need miracles. So what do we need? We need a miracle life. And I want to tell you how my miracle life really started. I was 16 years old. I went to a youth camp, and I was raised in a pretty liberal church. But this youth pastor spoke about how you could have Jesus inside. And I had fallen in love with Jesus, with the Word, but to have the author inside, oh my goodness, is that possible? And it's possible. And I was 16 years old. Now, I'm almost 88. Hey, and he's still there. He's never left me or forsaken me. And I've had a miraculous life. I mean, miraculous. 
So I want to start this program before we introduce our wonderful guest on miracles with your miracle. Have you invited Jesus into your heart? Or you may say, yeah, I have, but my life is kind of sloppy. I think it'd be good if you prayed this again and just recommitted your life. What's wrong with that? It opens the door for greater miraculous in this life. And of course, we have a heavenly home, which I'm delighted about too. Amen. So are you ready? Put your hand on your heart and pray with me. Say, Father, I know you love me. You have a wonderful plan for me. I'm not an accident. I'm a divine appointment. You said if I repent of my sins and believe that Jesus Christ died for me and arose from the dead and invite him into my heart, he will come in and he will never leave me nor forsake me. Now, when we pray that prayer or we recommit our lives, we can expect the miraculous to happen because we're his divine appointment. We're not an accident. So I want you to call in and just say, I recommitted my life or I did for the first time. Oh, expect a miraculous life. And today we have a guest, Jason Noble, who is going to tell you how to get breakthrough to your miracle. And this is not only physical healing, but this is healing inside. Amen. Because miracles are for your spirit, your soul, and your body. So, so thank you for being thank with us. Thank you for us. having so me. I'm so glad you're here. Oh, so it's glad great you're to be here. here. Great to and be so here. share with us what brought you to this book. Definitely. So we had a 15-year-old boy in St. Louis, actually 14-year-old boy in St. Louis in uh, 2015 that fell through the ice. He was under for 15 minutes. They pulled him out dead. I mean, nobody survives after that. Um, they worked on him for another 45 minutes, so an hour and eight minutes altogether. Um, and they got ready to call time of death. They invited Joyce Smith, his mom, in the room, and she walked in the room, and in a split second, she looked at her son. He was dead. He was gray. She walked up to his feet, grabbed him, and said, Holy Spirit, bring my son back to life. And at that moment, every apparatus in the room came back to life. It wasn't an hour. It wasn't three hours. I mean, it was at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so from there, they airlifted him down to Cardinal Glennon in St. Louis, um, which is the children's hospital. And they, they got him in the room. And that's where I showed up on the scene. Um, they, I was, Joyce walked out, and I walked in the room, and she said, He's brain dead, about a 1% chance that he would make it overnight. If he made it, he would be a vegetable for the rest of his life. And we were just not going to accept it. They were getting ready to do organ transplants. I mean, it was just bleak, you know. One of those moments where you're going, okay, like this does not look good at all. Like, God, we desperately need you. So took a group of pastors in the room through a series of incredible miracles. We prayed that God would restore John's lungs that he would breathe the breath like he breathed into Adam. Um, just awesome miracles in the room. And then that God would recreate his brain. I believe God's still the creator. I mean, he can do creative miracles mm -hmm. if he did. Created the heavens and the earth, you know. Um, and we just held on to that. And in that moment, John opened his eyes and his shoulders came off the mat. And I'm, no, I'm going, okay, this boy that was brain dead, he was in a coma. Like, there's life. And so 
I just really felt like God said at that moment that John would be walking out of the hospital. So I went out and told Joyce that. I said, Joyce, John is walking out of the hospital. Like, I don't know how, I don't know when, but he is. And Joyce agreed. And that was our stance that we took all throughout the rest, through the ebbs and flows and, and, you know, the down days and the up days. And John walked out of the hospital completely healed 16 days later. And so walking through the process, I really felt like God was saying, hey, you know, it became a movie, 20th Century Fox. It was on the big screen. It's been in theaters across America. Um, and God told us, he said, listen, I didn't give you this miracle just to hold on to it. I gave you this miracle to shout it from the rooftops mm-hmm. and to help people find breakthrough in their lives. In our world today, in America, there are so many people that need breakthrough. Right. And right. so with that, we, we took everything we learned and we said, God, we don't want it just to be a movie. It's great that it's on the big mm-hmm. screen, but we want it to impact people's lives. Mm-hmm. You might be watching right now, and you might say, I need a breakthrough. Jason's talked about this guy, this teenage kid that was raised from the dead, basically. And you might be watching, listening today, and thinking, yeah, but what about me? Yes. (laughs) What about my marriage? What about my finances? What about my health? I want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. Amen. Pray for you to have a breakthrough. And at the same time, strongly encourage you to grab this copy, Breakthrough to Your Miracle. This is not just a story of a, of a kid that gets raised from the dead, but this, this book is a resource for yes. you to see this happen in your life. And one of the things I love, 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 love about this book is at the end of every chapter, Jason does a phenomenal job with group discussion questions, positioning yourself, as well as connecting with God. So hop on the website. This is great for a book club, a Sunday school group, uh, good for like your own personal devos, good to give away for gifts. This would be a massive resource for breakthrough so that we just don't hear about it and see it on the big screen, but we live it, right? Right. Right? It's my hope that it's almost like a field manual. So like when you get the call and your life goes upside down, what do you do? What do you need to know? And as we wrote that, that was one of the things I really felt like God was saying, that I'm creating a tool for people that when they get the call, do you fall apart? Do you give up? I mean, when you get that call that life is turned upside down, what do you do? Because I think how you respond, just like Joyce walked into that room, and in a split second, she decided, I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit shows up. And I think if she would have said, oh, I'm just going to accept it, and he's gone, we'd be telling a completely different story today. Sure. So what do you do in those moments? Yeah. You put yourself in a position to receive a miracle. Yes. You better believe That's it. That's what I love about this. Yep. Of course, you know, I was pastor's wife for many years, and this is where the rubber really meets the road. Yes. 100%. This, I mean, we really know, because we pastor people. We know the beginning and the middle and yes. the end of the story. Right. And this tells you how to have a miracle end. You will love this. The other question I have is, you hung out with Joyce and John 18 hours a day. Yes. Uh, Why? By their bedside. So that next morning, so John, you know, we prayed over him. I was with him until about 2 in the morning. Next morning I came in, and he was still in a coma. And I walked up to his bed, and I said, John, it's Pastor Jason. And I'd only been his pastor for three months. Like, we had not even officially met. I mean, we were brand new. Oh, oh, oh. And so walk in the room. And I say, John, it's Pastor Jason, and tears started rolling down his eye. The boy that's supposed to be brain dead, the boy that's supposed to be in a coma, tears are rolling down his eyes. Wow. And at that moment, I felt like the Lord said, as a shepherd, there are times that I call you to leave the 99 for the one, and that's what I'm doing with John. I'm calling you to stand by this family. John's mom and dad, Joyce and Brian, are grandparent age, and I knew it was going to be a long, it could be a long haul. And so I said, okay, God, and we pastored a church of 700, so you know the kind of demands, you know, all the board meetings and all the, and God just said, put all that aside. 
this is what I'm calling you to do. Mm -hmm. And I said, do you want me to stay with you? And he shook his head. And I knew at that moment that we were together. And so we still travel together. We speak all across the country. Um, I still am in contact. Really for John, the miracle that happened in John has been afterwards. I mean, it's been a process of two years really walking him through. He's going to Bible school to be a pastor now. He'll start this fall at North Central. And so just to be able to see what God's done, I mean, it's been quite the journey. A living demonstration of the power resurrection of God. That's phenomenal. You know, some people would have thought, well, man, after he was raised from the dead, wasn't life just perfect? That's where it began. (laughs) That's where it began. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. And I like the way you deal with that. Because I'm telling you, keeping in the process, getting yourself positioned for the miracle, then staying in the process of the miracle, but don't give up. I always say this, the game is not over till I win. That's right. I like that. That's good. I always say this, and it's a big, big deal, because this is scripture. Thanks be unto God, who always leads us to triumph in Christ. And through us, he shows his wisdom and how it smells. So the game is not over. Don't give up and stay right there. There is more to come for you. Have you ever found yourself in a desperate situation? Are the answers to prayer you receive disappointing? Why haven't you experienced the miracle you long for? We want to help you position yourself to receive your miracle. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you The Breakthrough to Your Miracle by Jason Noble. After witnessing a young man declared dead after his body was pulled from icy waters, walk out of the hospital 16 days later, Jason has spoken life and healing to many, sharing life-giving principles that bring life-changing results. Along with this impactful book, we will send you Marilyn's mini book, The Miracle Process, where she shares scriptural truth and biblical principles of how you can believe God for the miracles you need. Also included in this great offer is Marilyn's three CD teaching, Everyday Miracles, Experiencing Life on Earth as it is in Heaven, and our Miracle Scripture Card. When you begin to experience Heaven on Earth, you'll experience a quality of life like you've never imagined. Call or click today to receive this anointed resource. so thrilled, Jason, that you are with us Thank today. You. And I know as you're watching today, some of you have recently received a health diagnosis um, like cancer. Some of you are watching today and you live with chronic pain, sciatic nerve, actually. That's what I sense in my heart. Uh, some of you are watching today and you have kids that are drug addicts and you just feel like this whole thing is just hopeless. You just yeah. can't see a breakthrough, can't see a turnaround. Some of you are watching today and you're in the midst of foreclosure and that's really, really unsettling to you. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you to have Amen. a breakthrough 
in your life. And, and as we think about breakthrough, Jason, I want to ask you, we've talked about positioning ourselves right. for breakthrough. And mm -hmm. that sounds kind of cool and theoretical, but what does that look like in the practicality of it? Yeah, and, and I think this is so important to break it down because a lot of times in the Christian world we talk theory, but we're not real practical. And so practically, um, what you've got to look at is you have to say, okay, God, I'm going to line myself up with you. So that means in my talking. So speaking life is a big piece of that. The mm -hmm. Bible tells us the power of life and death is in the tongue. Exactly. And so, so many people speak death over their situation, and then they wonder why that's exactly what happens. Mm -hmm. You know, when you look at, I believe that God hardwired the power of words into the universe when he spoke the universe into exactly. being. Exactly. And so that was the very beginning that showed that there, and he didn't create it with his hands. He didn't create the, he spoke the world into being. When we talk about dry bones, the Lord told Ezekiel to speak to the dry exactly. bones. Okay, so there's something to be said about the power of our words, and we've lost that in our society. We'll throw around words that are just, I mean, you know, that are cutting and hurting and, you know, words that just bring death. And, I mean, I think we have to be so careful. I encourage people, take an inventory of what's coming out of your mouth. And if I'm hanging around my friends, I want to be the person that speaks life over them, too. So many times we get together and we complain and we, you know, we look at all that's wrong and we speak this out. You know, even scripture says the enemy does not know what you're thinking until you speak it out. And so when you're speaking it out, I think the enemy goes, good, I'm winning. If it's negative, he goes, good, I'm winning. And the attack even ramps up more because he knows that he's winning. And so I challenge people, speak life, speak life. And what does speaking life mean? It means taking all of God's promises in his word and speaking them out over your situation. But here's what you have to do. You have to know God's word. And in America, they say the average Christian reads the Bible five minutes a week. That's not enough. I mean, if that's the life bone and the, the marrow, so we've got to get in the word. And what happens when life turns upside down? Prayer and reading the word sometimes is the first thing to go because we're so busy chasing after everything else. And I say, start there. I've even had church people say to me, well, you know, I've done everything there is to do, and I guess all I have left to do is pray. I'm like, start there, start there. Like, that's where we start is yeah. prayer, right? right? And then, you know, moving to the things that, that God taught us, pray specifically. Like, so many times we get in and we just say, oh, Lord, help them, and that's it. No, pray specifically. Like, God, okay, John's lungs, we got a report while we were in the hospital. He had a high fever, and his lungs, uh, they thought, okay, for sure his lungs have to have infection. You know, if you live in the Midwest, you breathe in all the pesticides and all the stuff that, that causes, I mean, not one person in the Midwest has clear lungs, let alone somebody that fell through the dirtiest lake in St. Louis and took in all this lake water. Yeah. I mean, and so we got very specific. We said, we're going to pray for his lungs again. We're going to pray for brand new lungs. Remember, we had prayed that on Monday night. And so we prayed, the prayer request went around the world, literally, like pray specifically. Mm. We need lungs. We need them to be healed. Um, within five hours, the doctor brought a report back and said, I don't understand what's going on. His lungs are completely sterile. There's not one sign of infection. There's not one sign of anything going on. Oh. And I felt like the Lord just oh. said, we have got to pray specific. So when you get into your situation, pray specifically. That's an important part. You can't go also, you can't go by what you see. You have to go by what you know. My question to people is, what do you know? Because if you don't know God's scripture, what do you know? If we don't know scripture, what do you know? And along with that, and I said it earlier in the program, that we've got to build our foundation not in the middle of the storm, 
but before it. So people might be listening to the broadcast today saying, man, everything's going great. Like, I don't really have a need. But what happens when that phone call comes tomorrow and you have a family member that has cancer or life turns out? I mean, like, there's, we're not promised tomorrow. We're not promised, you know, uh, what's going to happen in the next hour of our lives. And so that concept of, you know, being ready, being ready for when these times come, because they're going to come. I mean, that we do know that. The Bible says, you know, trouble reigns on the just and the unjust. Right. I mean, so there's going to be difficult times that come our way. And uh, so we have to be ready for them. Um, another thing, you know, be ready for the spiritual attack, too. I mean, I think that's a big piece of that, you know, and, and knowing that the Bible tells us that no weapon is formed against us, you know, will prosper. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Doesn't say the weapon's not going to be formed. Doesn't mean you're not going to sit there and look at it and go, okay, God, it looks like the enemy has a weapon formed against me. And that's where you say, it's not going to prosper. And so really taking those moments and taking, you know, I think saying, okay, God, you know, what is the truth in the situations that I'm facing? Because the enemy loves to operate by lies. And so if he can get you pointing your finger at God, if he can get you saying, okay, God, you know, this is what I see, you know, no, so many times the enemy loves to smokescreen. He loves to give us a perspective that's not true. So it's God, okay, this is what I'm seeing, but what's your truth? Help me to have your perspective. Mm -hmm. so and every tools. tongue that rises in judgment against us, yes. we can condemn it. 100%. In Jesus' name. So in that Jesus whole name. thing is a picture, and you share that beautifully in yep. your book. The other thing, too, and I, I come back to Romans 8 on this, and it says, The mindset on the flesh is death, but the mindset yep. on the spirit is life and peace. So I think you have to think, take it, look at where, where are my thoughts? What am I taking confidence in? Yep. If I'm taking confidence in the doctor's report, if I'm taking confidence in my feelings, if I'm taking confidence in, in what I see from the outside, um, then I'm, the mindset on the flesh is death. Right. It's true. That's such a good it's word. It's negative. You know? And another scripture that comes to my mind is take every thought captive. Right. So you have to decide every thought. Right. Where is it? Is it is it is it good? Or is it bad? What, like every thought that yeah. comes into mind, there's not one thought we can let slip through that screening. Mm -hmm. You know, not one thought because, like mm -hmm. you said, the mind on the flesh is death. And so, like every thought that comes mm -hmm. through, I think we have to, re especially in these mm -hmm. situations, mm -hmm. we have to really take heed and say, okay, every thought. I'm going to take every. The Bible says every thought, not exactly. just every other mm -hmm. thought, not you know every mm -hmm. tenth thought. I mean, it's every mm -hmm. thought, mm -hmm. and you know, I think it's so important. And what you do in the book is you tell how to get yourself in the position yes. to receive the miraculous. Yep. And that is very key. So I want you to call in if you have any special needs. But I want you to get the book. Because, you know, when I read through this, and I love faith teaching, I've been involved in it many years, but I needed the refreshing. Amen. And you may say, well, I know all these things, but are you practicing them? Are yeah. you living in it? So I have to feed my faith honestly every day. This is a very special book for you. So call us, leave your prayer requests. We don't do counseling, but I would get two or three of these. I like to give gifts. You give people candy, you make them fat, you give them fruit, <laughs> it dries up, but you give them something lasting. They'll underline it. They'll get their themselves into a position to receive the miraculous. I want to live like that. And I want you to also. Man. I'm going to ask kind of a, a difficult question because I think that a lot of our viewers have this question. So what happens when you don't get what you prayed for? It's a good question. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that God really showed us is you can't position yourself for a miracle and be in that spot if you're concerned about the outcome. You have to say, God, whatever the outcome is, I'm okay with it. You know, um, we pray, and I say this all the time, I pray for more people that have died than lived. 
death is a part of what we walk through. It's not an ending. It's a, it's a, it's a movement to a next stage. And as believers, we say we believe in eternity, so that means that death is part of it. And we have, to, we have to look at that. Now, that may sound a little cavalier for people that have walked through and they've really prayed and they've really believed and, you know, that loved one still passed away. In Scripture, there's only three resurrections. I mean, so there are more people, you know, and even John, that was temporary. So like he will be, he will die. And so having that perspective, um, we have to put ourselves in that spot even when we pray. And I tell people, well, you know, they tell me, well, I prayed and that miracle didn't happen. He died. No, that miracle happened. It was different than what you expected. He was healed and given a new bottle body uh, when he walked through the throne. And people even say, you know, I prayed and the healing didn't happen. Yes, it did. It was just different than what you expected. So managing expectations and saying, God, listen, I'm going to position myself in America for a miracle. I'm going to believe. I'm going to trust you for the outcome. I'm not going to, so many times in America, we like to be in control. And we like to say, God, I'm only going to trust you if it happens the way I want it to happen. And God goes, no. I mean, that's not how it works. And so you set yourself up for disappointment when you don't take a perspective like that. Say, God, however, whatever the outcome is, I'm okay. Now, if somebody dies in our lives, that's a hard thing to walk through. And so, like, you know, having those questions, it's okay to have those questions. It's okay to, to be in that processing state of grieving. And, and that's like saying, God, what happened? I prayed and that person still died. Like, God, what, you know, what, how do I walk through that? Asking why is not a good question because you'll never get the answer to why. But it's what. What do I do with that? And what do I walk through? And the Lord promises to be close to the brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. So if you're walking through grieving, he's there for you. Hop on the phone, grab your copy today. It'll change your life. Have you ever found yourself in a desperate situation? Are the answers to prayer you receive disappointing? Why haven't you experienced the miracle you long for? We want to help you position yourself to receive your miracle. For your gift of $39 or more, we will send you The Breakthrough to Your Miracle by Jason Noble. After witnessing a young man declared dead after his body was pulled from icy waters, walk out of the hospital 16 days later, Jason has spoken life and healing to many, sharing life-giving principles that bring life-changing results. Along with this impactful book, we will send you Marilyn's mini book, The Miracle Process, where she shares scriptural truth and biblical principles of how you can believe God for the miracles you need. Also included in this great offer is Marilyn's three CD teaching, Everyday Miracles, Experiencing Life on Earth as it is in Heaven, and our Miracle Scripture Card. When you begin to experience Heaven on Earth, you'll experience a quality of life like you've never imagined. Call or click today to receive this anointed resource. We're so very thrilled to have Jason Noble on our program today. Jason, would you pray for our audience? Because they need a breakthrough. We do. Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to say, if God can do it for John, he can do it for you. And so today, let's pray. Jesus, I thank you that you are the God of the breakthrough. Lord, that you're the God of the miraculous. Lord, and as my friends are watching today on this broadcast, Lord, I thank you, God, that you know where they're at. You love them. And God, as they position themselves for a miracle, I believe that no matter how big the mountain is that they're facing, God, that you're going to help them through it. And Lord, help them. I pray you'd encourage people that have lost their hope. God, just restore that hope. Just restore their heart, God. I pray that they'd continue to trust in you. Lord, we pray off all fear and anxiety today. Lord, as they're looking at these situations in their life and they're so afraid, God, I just pray that you would bless them, that you do incredible miracles, heal marriages, finances, jobs, and what they're walking through. In Jesus' name, amen. I think this is so wonderful. Don't you? Don't you feel God's presence? Don't you feel like he's warming your heart Amen. and encouraging you? And again, breakthrough to your miracle. I need breakthroughs all the time. 
and you do too. So everyone watching this program, you need the book. And this is Jason Noble, who really has experienced the miraculous. So he's not just saying, it's something I haven't experienced. I know it's in the Bible, but he can say it's in the Bible, and I have experienced what's in the Bible. Amen. So this is important, of course, that you get the book. And I want to say this to you, don't give up. Some of you watching, you say, oh, well, what's the use? Don't do that. The game is not over till you win. Thanks be unto God who always, always leads us to triumph in Christ.